Welcome everybody back to another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 177. All I want for Christmas is you. That's right, we are back. We are back with another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast after a two-year hiatus. And we're here for the Geekscape live stream supporting big brothers and little sisters. I'm your illustrious host this lovely Saturday evening, Shane O'Hare. And you can also meet my other host, Derek Cranavelt. Uh, oh my gosh, hearing that, uh, I haven't heard that theme music in so long. And yeah, like, it's, uh, it, I mean, you couldn't see in the lobby, but as soon as it hit, I just had a smile on my face. So hell yeah. Hell yeah. I am. Um, good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was, uh, oh, your, uh, your speakers are coming. <laughs> um, it was, um, it was a, it was a doozy digging that up. Um, going back to the old pictures, the old archive and everything. It was, uh, it was fun. Made it louder. Uh, Is that better? Just, nope, it's worse. What's happening? <laughs> um, while Derek mutes his mic and figures oh, it out, I want out through the spill. Oh, hold on. <laughs> uh, I would like to um, introduce uh, our new co-host, Miss Katie. Katie, welcome to the Geek State Games podcast. Hey guys, what's up? It's so exciting to be here. Oh my god. This is amazing. Um, uh, I've uh, chatted with you a few times on the yeah. Geekscape proper, and you're an, an amazing individual. Um, Thank you. So <laughs> super excited to have you on the two-year uh, hiatus reunion tour of the Geekscape Games podcast. Um, yeah. So it's uh, it's um, it's it's awesome, and we got a we got a lot of notes. Uh, I got a lot of notes for some games we're playing later today. But before we get into that, um, I do believe we have uh, for the first no second time on the show, Mister. Jonathan London, are you going to be here? What? Am I going to be here? <laughs> are you going to be here? Are you allowed to be here? Yeah. Yeah, let you do this Eric, we'll just catch you later on another show. Um, come on, let's be clear. He wasn't going to come back to Geekscape Games. This is all a, a ruse to keep himself from having to host a podcast on our network. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think it, the last it time... It sounds like you're across the room right now when you talk. Me? Me? Derek. Derek. Oh, okay. oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to figure Derek, it out, man. It's going to be okay. What I like about Derek is he wants to actually uh, make it, us Americans feel what it's like when he broadcasts just without technology from Canada. This is what he sounds like is, that is far away. Is that better? Yeah, it's better when you put the microphone in your mouth. That is <laughs> yeah, better. You can throw that mic. Be great. No, no, don't worry about having the mic in the shot. Uh, Shane's got a whole one strapped to his face. Like, why would you <laughs> yeah. do that? Is that, be- is that better? Yeah, it, it's yes. better. Now, it's see better. if we can raise the gain on that yeah. microphone. There's and, a little knob. Uh, Turn the knob. A, if you can raise the input volume on that microphone. I haven't podcasted just... in a long time, so, you know. We know, buddy. We're trying to get you back. Is that better? Is that, is that, a, is that Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Come on. Up. Come, on. Come on. Test. On. I'm going to raise the system input. You have, such a, you have such a great soothing voice. We just want to. How hear about it. that? Is that better? Is that? Oh, what you want? hell there. yeah! Yeah, that's the sweet spot right there. Okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> it would. It wouldn't be a Geek State Games podcast with a tremendous amount of technical difficulties. <laughs> I mean, we just started out based on the, the schedule. Show, we should but... be starting in like four hours as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the magic of live people. I remember uh, when we for episode one or two, uh, getting uh, four different individual MP3s and trying to stitch them together when everyone had different Skype delay. It would take me like three or four hours to edit one show, and um, <laughs> you'd have Josh's uh, uh, fire alarm going off um, <laughs> for years. I don't think he's fixed yeah. his smoke detector yet. No, no, 
it's um uh, no that's it's still a recurring recurring guest on old uh, geek state games episodes I only have to edit together Katie and I and maybe a guest and every now and then the sync will get off because of some you know fun times s- streaming thing and I'll just be like you know what forget the whole thing I'm going with the streamyard audio which Don't isn't great rah. but I've done some magic to it over I've learned how to do some some StreamYard audio magic, but it's not my favorite way to go. I like I like recording the best case everything. Um, did y'all catch during Pirate Pete's segment that the guy has like twenty PS fives? He's gonna sell. Yo, what a jerk! What what a, what an absolute jerk! <clears throat> yeah, that is not really the holiday spirit at all. That this <laughs> dude has stockpiled twenty PS fives and starting bid of fifteen hundred dollars. That's a lot. I don't know why Matt even played that ad. It was so not in the holiday spirit. <laughs> It's really not. I'm just surprised Pirate Pete's head is intact after all these years. (laughs) (laughs) The voice sounds the same every single time, though. (laughs) The the voice is the same. Um, Matt, or I was going to say Matt. Uh, Derek, you uh, are maybe the only one in the stream that has a PS5. Uh, Are you still playing the the Xbox at all? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I ended up with both consoles. I was lucky enough to... Uh, be able to get both of them at retailers and not have to online retailers. I don't leave the house these days, but um, yeah, I didn't have to like go shades and, and buy one from pirate Pete or anything like that. So that was great. Uh, the PS five got a good week's worth of playing when I played uh, Spider-Man miles Morales. And uh, when I played uh, the new Astrobot Astrobot's playroom, um, I'm so excited which for that. is that... so much fun like that playing that like, and it's like four or five hours long, something like that. But playing that and feeling like what the controller can do in playing that game, because it's all just like, it's like a tech demo for the controller, but with like a really cute, like history of PlayStation wrapped around it. And it's like, I just had a smile on my face the whole time, Um, you know, going back to like, like I had the first PlayStation and and I've I've had every PlayStation. And so like going back through all these memories and these games I haven't thought of for ages and ages uh, in this like super cute package that just came with the console. Like, I think that that as cool as games like, you know, Assassin's Creed Valhalla has been showcasing the Xbox and as great as Miles Morales was um, like, I think that this is the like Astrobot's playroom is the single best next gen game experience I've had so far. Like it's that, that, it's that cool. And just like, like, yeah, the S, you know, the consoles are super fast and it's great how everything loads and ray tracing is neat, but like feeling that controller in your hand, like that's the best, that's the best thing that I've, I've felt so far, uh, this generation. So I got a good week, good week's worth of playing on my PS5. Uh, I am also looking forward to jumping into Bug Snacks, which looks adorable. And I loved Octodad, which, uh, is the developer Young Horses, like previous game. Absolutely loved that. Um, but uh, I, I've since moved back to the Xbox uh, for a little oh. bit, a little oh. bit of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, um, and well. uh, and now Cyberpunk since since Thursday. So, uh, Shane, can you talk to us about founding the the Proud Boys? Yeah, what was that? Because like? you straight up have like the who was that? Richard Spencer, whoever had the uh, goatee and the like, dude. What is that? How much wax do you put on that? A day. Um, uh, I, I don't use wax. I use a locally made in Alaska uh, beard oil. So it is so greasy that your camera is coming in and out of focus. Uh, oh, well, that's what's happening. If I, I don't have wow. a problem. way to put them on the spot, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Look at it. Look at it, dude. You cannot stay in focus. This is uh, beautiful. This is a like 2004 
Microsoft HD uh, life cam that I dug out of a box. I think uh, HD meant something else back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it, um, uh, because the webcam on my laptop is kind of crap too. So mm. I have, and this, this camera doesn't have a mount. So I have it on top of my laptop, which is in front of my computer monitor and my, my desktop keyboards on top of my, my lap. It's, it's 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 do pretty. It's a whole do, you, do you still have a smartphone, or have you like tinfoiled around the cameras on that as well? I, I um, if you remember a couple of years ago on the, the uh, Geekscape, uh, what we want for Christmas, I went back to like a dumb phone, the mm. Nokia eighty one piece of shit. Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. I got I got a Samsung now, a brand new Samsung. Um, it's you know. I miss for for future if we ever do this again, there are apps that let you use your phone as a webcam, which yeah. is what I'm using right now. <laughs> And uh, it's it's really good because it means my laptop's over there. I'm not at like a weird angle. It was like ten dollars, which is way cheaper and, and way faster than finding a webcam in this day and age. Shane, um, how many of your OnlyFans asked for refunds? <laughs> um, well, the only one. Yeah, you're the only one, John. And I gave you all your money back plus a little bonus. So. Oh. <laughs> Um, um, Derek, the uh, Astrobot. What's it, what's it called again? Astrobot. Like it's called Astro's Playroom. Astro's yeah. Playroom. Mm-hmm. I heard that it's got um, really uh, eclectic old uh, Sony history. Like you can you can collect the GPS for the PSP it's, in it. Yeah, there's all these uh, like based on you know the the levels are fairly lin- linear. It's like a, a platformer, but there's all these kind of like side paths you can go down and you can find artifacts basically, which are um, um, the the game overall is like four different worlds. And so there's like a PS1 world and a PS2 world. And, a P- and so all the artifacts oh, will be fun. from that world. And there's like weird stuff that like I had never like there's like a I think think like a heartbeat sensor for like the PSP and like a, a camera for the original PlayStation, like just just weird stuff like that, that you that never went anywhere. And um, and then stuff too where you're like, oh, the, the I remember remember these uh the playstation move controller which are now terrible playstation vr controllers oh, they're like, horrible they're the <laughs> yeah. worst they're and there's they're bad. still you know why is this in the ps3 section when they're still selling them today like that sort yeah. of thing um but it's not... it's so cute and the, on all the coins that you find uh you put into like one of those what is it like a gotcha machine like where it just pops out a ball and then um uh, like it could be an artifact, it could be a statue of like an astrobot doing something PlayStation wise. Uh, just just super super cute stuff, and and it's all like interactive. Like you can go and like hit this, you know, if you there's this world place where you oh, can yeah. go and look at all your artifacts, and if you um, like jump on the open button on the PlayStation console, the disc drive opens up, and like just all this like it just really feels like a labor of love. Um, oh, that's so yeah, cool. it's super. It's now, are super you cute. are you just playing that just straight pancake style, or do you have the PSVR headset on? It's it's it does not have any PlayStation VR compatibility. Okay, yeah. I, I so didn't think just, so. So it's just pancakes. Yeah, yeah, Pan- yeah. Pancakes. I've never heard that in my entire life. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like it's the difference between VR and just like straight up. Oh yes, okay. Oh. Yeah. Pancake right. versus yeah, the whole internet waffles. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the depths. Yeah. Waffles, waffles are better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't think, uh, well, I love I, how uh, the Geekscape game show is where we're having the technical difficulty. The show that's actually about technology. Yeah, is where we're getting some hiccups on the stream. What's happening now? No, it's you know just little hiccups here and there. It's all good. If Matt doesn't, if Matt's good with it, we're all good with it. Yeah. Um, so Shane, what is on the docket for this episode? Um, we've got um a list of well, I took notes of some classic, uh, retro holiday games that uh, Derek suggested we play, and uh, I played a, a whole bunch. Took some notes. 
And um, I think uh, we should go around and talk about some retro Christmas themed games, which (laughs) what what to be clear, I suggested that we play one game and Jonathan chose it and it was terrible. (laughs) And it was so bad and destroyed my childhood that I then went and looked for any other redeeming Christmas games. and And he's still looking. It still sucked. And I don't know what it is about like Christmas or holiday games, but they're terrible. <laughs> I mean, they usually take some kind of like an established franchise and then do like a cosmetic change to the costumes and the levels and slap it together with a lot less development. And there you have the Christmas edition. No, I, yeah. And um, it also, the games you suggested were from the early 90s. So getting them to getting them to work was a uh, you know a little bit of a. I mean, I just had to click a button and it opened in my browser, so it wasn't that hard. <laughs> well, um, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, we played uh, Lemmings or Xmas Lemmings, um, and it. Um, I've, I hadn't played Lemmings since the '90s, and that game is a pile of dog shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've I'm never sorry. played Lemmings before, and I, I still don't think I have. And like, <laughs> like, and, and I didn't want to look anything hours. up. I wanted to. This is like harder than Viva Pinata, and Viva Pinata <laughs> gave me a lot of of stress and struggle. Uh, you know, it made me cry like the highways in city skylines. Like, oh, it was like I couldn't even read the screen where it's like, here's what you're supposed to do in this level, and I'm like. I'm like pretty like colorblind and like I'm like is there words on here? You said you sent a screenshot and yeah. it, it it looked like just like a repaint background of like digitized like bushes. Yeah. I don't know. It looked like one of those magic graphics from the mall where you have to oh, stare yeah. at it. You and like, like go like with your eyes crossed and pull magic out. And then when you look away, you still see the. I still I never could get those magic like images. Yeah. I was Neither like I don't know. Derek. I don't know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> He's like, cool design. Is that you guys had malls? We didn't have malls in Canada. What are you talking about? (laughs) Um, So Lemmings was my choice. And it's because I have hardcore nostalgia for the franchise. I played it on the old Commodore Amiga in like 91, 92, 93. And I remember it as like a pretty fun strategy game where there's just a relentless amount of these little lemmings that get poured out of a chute onto the level. And the level has all sorts of dangers on, on it from like fire to cliffs to things that'll eat you to buzz saws. And your job is to assign jobs to the lemmings to build ramps over Uh. or get umbrellas to fall and survive cliffs. Maybe a lemming will stop the other lemmings and then make them turn around. But the lemmings never stop walking. Your job is to hurry ahead of them and start putting like start assigning jobs for the lemmings to help each other out. They can dig, they can climb, but you have a limited amount of jobs that you can assign to each one. So on this level, you know, there were like snowmen that blocked your path and, you know, it's a it's a snowy landscape and you just had the lemmings going back and forth until you assigned one of them to start digging. But if you give it the wrong dig one, he won't dig across, he'll dig down and then just make a pit for all the lemmings to fall into. And then there was things like fire and stuff like that. Um, I got to tell you, in the opening graphic to this, uh, the commercial that Brian Kelly made, to, it has oh, a, a little... So cool. It has a snippet from Lemmings, and the color distinction in that snippet was better (laughs) than the the one that we used. I couldn't tell what Lemmings there were to choose from, except like trial and error. And I just kept killing them all to try and figure out, okay, the third from the right is the Umbrella Lemming. 
The second from the right is the ding lemming. That's the only way I'll be able to get through this because those graphics are awful. And 10-year-old Jonathan must have had some kind of rampant imagination because how can you tell what the hell <laughs> it, those lemmings were? I could were? not, yeah. Like each like button for, for, I guess, a job based on what you're describing, which I'm learning now, uh, it was like three or four, like it's like three or four pixels. Like it doesn't mean anything. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty rough. <laughs> Tough. The original Lemming games were really well designed, and then this add-on suffers from the, hey, let's just make some badly designed levels and do a Christmas version with a cosmetic change. Yeah, I just remember the original Lemmings being actually pretty great and leading to a whole franchise. Where did that uh, franchise that, go? Well, Psychoness. Right psych- off a cliff. <laughs> psychosis or Psychoness? Psy- uh, psychosis. Psychosis. It was a European company that developed it. They owned it, and then Sony bought them in the late 90s, early mm. 2000s. So Lemmings is still technically a Sony property. I didn't, actually didn't looked, see it in Astro's Playroom. I actually looked into like optioning Lemmings as a kid's cartoon, <laughs> and I was like, I wonder who owns Lemmings, and I got all the way to Sony, and I was like, nope. yeah, nah. that ain't going to happen. And then we thought, you know what? These characters end of the levels are just like hell-bent on killing themselves. Is that a kid's shit movie? Nope. No, it's not. So I bailed on it. Well, do you know where the um the the myth of the lemmings running off the cliff came from? No. Yeah, Trump voters. <laughs> um, uh, it came. Um, there was a Walt Disney documentary on like like an animal documentary, and they were filming lemmings, and they're like, "Man, these little animals aren't interesting at all." So they just threw them off a cliff and said that lemmings ran off a cliff. No, so the wall- Shane, come on. This, no. this QAnon stuff will not stand on the new version of <laughs> Geekscape Games. Are you kidding me? No, they would. They put them on like a turntable on the edge of a cliff and spun them, and they fell off the cliff. And you can thank the Walt Disney Corporation for for, for starting that myth. Yeah. Uh, really? Matt Kelly has said that this <laughs> is true. This is awful. Yeah. Uh, some of y'all, uh, Disney Plus comes with a National Geographic subscription and a lot of <laughs> packages. And uh, clearly, none of you have ever seen that. <laughs> we would love to see that documentary. That is horrific. I mean, yeah, hopefully, I it's going to be coming with all the content that they're going to be dropping in Disney Plus anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these lemmings are dropping into Disney Plus right now. <laughs> you might be spoiling a future Mandalorian episode. They might do that to Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> they might just throw Finally. him off the damn cliff. Holy shit. That's awful. No, that's, that's great. Uh, Katie, did you, uh, what did you, have you played, what's your experience with Lemmings? I actually, I've never played Lemmings, but I have seen people play it and I have, I have seen some of the screenshots you guys have sent me. Um, it looks like just the prequel to Fall Guys to me, honestly. <laughs> like, that's, that's pretty just, accurate. It yeah. just feels like Fall Guys is like, okay, we're just going to rebrand this and make it a little let's bit make it peppier. Fun. Let's make it fun. Let's make this it fun. time. <laughs> Let's make listen. it fun, and it's going to be all your fault with one character. Back in our day, we had the lemmings in the snow, all right? And I think I Both remember... Ways. I remember <laughs> yeah, I remember actually enjoying this game when I was a kid. So, it gets better. It's <laughs> <laughs> an okay. odd mode of confidence. I, um, the, we played it on a, uh, like a retro <laughs> emulator website, and that was n- not not good uh, <laughs> I, I, went, I went and i found a copy of the game and installed a, uh, a dos box on my computer and it still wasn't good so <laughs> i i it's you know no complaints to the, the emulator website but um, turns out the emulator site was great yeah it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was perfect 
But when you when you click start, there's um, a starting screen that says like, oh, you know, don't let your your lemmings die or, or you know whatever. <laughs> but you couldn't read it because there was like a mistletoe and holly pattern that was like um, like tessellating on the back. And it, I thought my I thought my computer broke. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's what looked like the magic eye pattern was yeah, that screen yeah, and was. it tells you how many you have what your time limit is and you really have to sit there and look at the screen to discern it like a magic eye poster in the mall yeah and um you know it, it had been years like 20 years since i, I played a lemmings game and i you know i forgot everything and like i had one lemming that was like building a bridge but then he ran out of sticks and just fell and like died and then there was a button that caused a lemming to blow himself up like, a, like a, yeah they're, that's they're, the reset lemming that's like oh i fucked up i shouldn't have put him there yeah but he blew up <laughs> other lemmings and made a hole in the ground that everyone got stuck in it it felt like it it felt like a game you would get on your TI-83 calculator. Oh my gosh, that was the best, especially when you're in class and you're like, oh yeah, no, I'm totally doing this function. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mario. Yeah, Mario Block Dude. Um, yes. Oh, Block Dude. Block yeah. Dude. Block Dude. <laughs> uh, I, I want to uh, come clean that um, in the beginning of all this, Derek was like, man, what is this game? It's you know, a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. And this is before I played it. And in my head, I'm like, man, Derek must suck at video games. Like, what, like, what is? I mean, I do. That but... on the show, we yeah. established that the host of our sh of our video game show sucks at video games, <laughs> but he um, loves them so much. He, but hey, he's good at Mario Kart. That's he's true. He's great at Mario. You only Kart. need one game, and that's my game. But is Mario Kart a game or is it a lifestyle? No, that's true. It's a passion. Well, it? <laughs> it's, a passion. Yeah. it's a passion. It's an absolute yeah. passion. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, it's a I'm calling, dude. I miss I misread the email, um, and I played multiple Christmas themed games. <laughs> I even like you were like, yeah, let's choose like three or four games, and I was like, let's like you know we don't have that much time. Let's keep it to like just one or two, and then <laughs> it didn't, like, didn't read the to throw lemmings in the trash <laughs> heap. And I was so unsatisfied that I was like, okay, what else is on this list? And mm. I went straight to Duke Nukem Nuclear Winner, which without an, a separate mouse to use for your firing button and your aiming is beyond trash. <laughs> Especially like on an Apple trackpad, which is very nice, but only has well, one button. It has one <laughs> button. I get lot. Okay. The, I chose the Los Angeles, like, like uh, I chose to start the level on Los Angeles. I don't know if you did this too, Shane, but you start on this rooftop and you have like 50 bullets. I, you know, the graphics are trash. It looks like a bad doom clone. You've seen it a million times. And I'm like rotating my camera back and forth using my, my my cursor keys and I'm figuring out like, okay, what is firing? What is jump? I'm figuring this all out. You have to shoot these barrels in the corner of the, of the roof in order to clear up like a chute that you can come down and then land on street level. I mean, it looks just like Hollywood Boulevard, let me tell you. <laughs> it's, it's so exact. There's a, there's a theater with a marquee. There's stars on the ground. It just looks like. Bunch of cops shooting you. Then these mutants <laughs> start. These mutants start coming out of nowhere. Spider-Man's over there, and you shoot the mutants. Elmo. You walk around. The problem is when you're trying to rotate using the trackpad and Oof. the the mouse cursor, you're just getting eaten alive. I played like three times. I died like three times, and I was like, "No, fuck this game too." <laughs> <laughs> well, and was that was that on an emulator as well? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's kind of. The issue. Yeah, the only thing I <laughs> <laughs> yes, there it is. Yes. There's a screen. Don't worry, yeah. everybody. Your does that say, does that say rating? 
rating Xmas okay. at the bottom. Look, this says level one, Merry Christmas Lemming, number Lemming. of Lemmings 50, uh, 50% need 50 to be, be saved. saved, release, oh my God, release rate 40, time five minutes, rating Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> that is yep. difficult. Yeah. That I looks like you dropped your screen on like a hard <laughs> surface. <laughs> I agree, but then Brian Kelly took a clip from that game off the internet somewhere and put it in our video intro, and it looked completely different. That yeah. it looked, it like looked discernible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> an HD version. We yeah. all know what Derek goes through as a colorblind person every day looking at that screen. <laughs> that was brutality. Uh, all that all that game needed was color correction and After Effects, and it was it would be great. It'd be fine. Mm. <laughs> Uh, maybe else. maybe lowered standards of a 12 year old jonathan in a time machine is what that game needed i um, think i think when yeah. you're loading the game off a cassette tape that takes 15 minutes um the you'll put up with more with more BF. <laughs> like, yeah. like oh like oh, i gotta re i gotta rewind the tape and put it into the the amiga drive yeah we i remember that game coming on floppies uh three and a half inch floppies and that's that's how i played the uh those games. There were a lot of. I thought the Amiga was an awesome system, and I, I, I was adamant. Even though we, I still like loved all the PC games, mainly the Sierra and like like Lucas Arts games at the time. Even though I loved those games, I was adamant that the Amiga was like the stronger graphical, like you know, computer. And uh, I think for a while it was. I think for a while that was like the one you go to for art. And uh, PC was all business and hardcore gaming, but there are that game. One of the one of the last Amiga uh, PCs had a um, a really competent like three D modeling program, so it was it was used in like the industry. So yeah. you're right, you're right. Yeah. Did you guys what see happened the, the the high score episode where they interviewed the guys who created Doom and like the whole story behind that? So no, what is what is high score? High score I'm, is I'm, in I'm inept. I'm very inept, so I, I'm not. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're good. No, it's a documentary series that's actually really enjoyable on Netflix. Um, I interviewed the creators of it, and they're super awesome and very into gaming. And they combine a bunch of like reenactment cartoons. So like a lot of like some of the people who have passed away, they can recreate the, these moments. Hey, what's up, Daniel Calvisato? How you doing, dude? <laughs> um, but uh, they they interview basically the people who created like the foundation for gaming. Um, anywhere from like Nintendo to uh, Sony to all these all these different types of people, and then they do these reenactment stuff when they get deep into a story, just with cartoons and these awesome oh, really? animations. It's fascinating. It's really good. Yeah, but there is. There's one episode that's devoted to Doom, and they had basically they had created the promo for Doom, and they had not created the game <laughs> yet. And they were like, "This is gonna be the best game ever. It's gonna be customizable and all this stuff, and there's nothing you've ever seen before." And like people were like crashing the servers before they could even upload it. <laughs> it was great. So it was like Kickstarter before Kickstarter. <laughs> it is in a in a way, yeah. So they they when they initially released it, they released like uh, a beta version, um, and it was kind of the first time that there was like Sounds a beta like version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of, but like they only had like one level or something to it, so like you had to buy to in order to like be able to customize it and play the actual full game. But yeah, uh, it's a great episode. I highly recommend watching it. Kitty, 
I'm just going to interject and say that I remember downloading that first level. Did you? Shareware. Did you do yeah, it? it was shareware. Yeah, the, the, the first yeah. Doom level was shareware, and it was definitely like the first game because they did the same thing with Wolfenstein, and like id Software right. was like huge on shareware where you'd get the first level and then you'd have to buy the full game to get the rest of it. And those first levels were rampant on BBSs. Like if you go log mm-hmm. into some BBS, you could download. I loved Commander Keen, I loved all those games. Um, and I think I've talked on the main show about doing like play, how much I played Drug Wars. On those, oh, yeah. where you log into somebody's BBS, you make a couple moves, you buy, you know, buy low, sell high, and you play Drug Wars, do a hit on people. The next person who logs in gets gets assassinated. Um, Isn't that like a huge stolen. mobile game too? Like when mobile, like when yeah. smartphones started, it was like Mafia on, Wars was or something. I, game. But, I, had, uh, I had Drug Wars on my TI-83 calculator. Shane, let's be clear. You played Drug Wars in Alaska up until a few years ago. So <laughs> oh, yeah, no, absolutely. that's Alleg- not a game. Alleged, allegedly, sorry. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> and he did not start the Proud Boys. Um, no, actually, end no, yeah. I, I got, uh, I got to join the Proud Boys, and I was like, mm, I'm not going to hang out with you anymore. Um, I think everybody in Alaska got that in their like junk mail. <laughs> I think they, they think they went to everybody in Alaska. I was like, hey, our, our chances of recruitment in Alaska are pretty high. <laughs> Came uh, along with your mailing ballot or something. Doom was one of those games that like you had to you'd look over you'd, you'd be like, are, are my parents watching? Because it was you, everybody just you, thought it was so satanic. Yeah, well, I remember you just had to be careful. Your parents weren't watching you play Doom. I remember because like Christmas break was the time to play all the video games because your parents weren't watching you. You were on break. They had to do work and all that. Um, And I remember going to my friend Rachel's house. She's my best friend growing up. And she showed me some of Doom. And I remember because we were like strict Christians and it was just like, oh, my God, we are so in it now. Like, this is (laughs) so cool. How come no one's talking about these demons on Mars? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and I was just like, oh, it's so gory. Um, and luckily, we didn't get caught with that. I did get caught uh, watching stickdeath.com. Hey! Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh stick, and stick Fighter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad gave me a big talking to when I did stickdeath.com. He was oh, like, this is not okay. <laughs> my, I showed that to my dad and he loved it. And my mom saw us watching it and she's like, what are you doing to my son? This is terrible. And I was like, oh, I'm corrupting your, your husband. Sorry. My, my mom and dad were exactly opposite of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, there was um, one of my f- favorite things that looking back, it was so like, out of touch now but during um um uh, like windows 95 or 3.1 when they was coming out um bill gates did a like a press or it was at a conference or something where it was you can play doom on windows and they were playing a video of one of the levels and then bill gates walks out superimposed uh in his normal like bill gates clothes but with a black leather trench coat and a shotgun (laughs) and this was like a year before Columbine. So oh my God. It, yeah, it was, it was real close. And it was like, he definitely looked like trench coat mafia. And it was, <laughs> can we, can we find that online? That has to be. Somewhere. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It's like, you, oh, look at these graphics and you know, like, it's like, you can do this on windows 95. And it was, Oh yeah. no. Oh. What a damn edge Lord. Yeah. <laughs> So we can blame Bill Gates for Columbine. Is what you're saying. <laughs> I can get that vaccine. Bill That's Gates can put nanites in me. <laughs> nanites. Um, <laughs> that was uh, 
but I, I remember I loved the shareware era of um, DOS gaming. Yeah. Uh, it was one of my favorite uh, studios was Apogee. Um, oh, yeah. And they had a game called Hocus Pocus that was that was no relation. I know. I, I was really bummed about that, too, because I was really excited for. Oh, oh yeah, it here it is. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. And you can see Bill Gates's face down at the, the health bar. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Oh, no, that's no. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. That is cringy as hell. That is cringy. It, is Look, it looks it looks like he's like in a bathrobe. <laughs> Bet it sold like some Windows in... 95 though. Yeah. Oh yeah, it did. He's, wow. he's in khakis, loafers, a sweater vest, and a leather <laughs> trench coat holding a shotgun. With that good bull cut. <laughs> yeah, he lo- he looks like one of the like fired extras from Mad Dog McCree, is what he looks like. <laughs> Yeah, but um, he looks like Mad Dog McCree's accountant. Is what that is. <laughs> you rob another bank, okay? Let's pay some taxes on it. Uh, uh, wasn't Mad Dog McCree like a super popular arcade game that was like a couple of dollars around? Yeah, it was a CD-ROM game, and it yeah. was one of those early CD laser disc. Laser disc. Yeah, it was a laser disc game. It had a lot of that live action. It was video. like an FMV game. Yeah, I gotta yeah. tell you, I uh, was making a reference to early S- uh, CD-ROM games, and I pulled up. Uh, on YouTube, some clips from Wing Commander three and four, which were like oh. my games, and woo, I would love for that to get an HD uh, upgrade if uh, if that footage is still out there anywhere, because <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a nasty looking video. Yo, Wing Commander three was my favorite out of the series, and and it, I was stellar. But there might there might be hope. Um, was that was Wing Commander Westwood Studios? No, it was Origin, which Origin. is bought by EA bought by ea so westwood was also bought by ea there's a a, a great documentary on no clip about the command and conquer like remastered edition that came out earlier this year and yeah uh, these this it was basically the community uh, approached ea and said hey can we remake this game and they they went back to the old developers that no longer you know work at ea they were pulling out tape drives of fmv videos from storage and like stuff they're like oh that got sent to the dumpster it's like oh wait but i know so and so saved a copy um there's a you know that it it could it could be and that's a live action that has like live action video elements to it yeah because this stuff i mean mark hamill is in it and this you know there's just so many isn't ron perlman in it no uh it's got um Malcolm McDowell is in the fourth one. And then if you look at Wing Commander Privateer, it's got Christopher Walken and Clive Owen in oh, it. Wow. So it's got these Hollywood actors in it. And that footage has to be somewhere. Yeah. I mean, Chris Roberts, if you're watching the Geekscape holiday live stream spectacular, uh, can we talk about maybe some of that footage being somewhere? We can re release a badass version of Wing Commander three and did, four. Did the, did the remastered version of Command and Conquer include that footage then? Yes, uh, really? you, the documentary footage or the FMV? No, the yeah. FMV footage. Did it make yeah. it into the remake? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so they it's not to you know uh, spoil the no clip documentary because it's like a good you know forty five minutes. There, uh, his his stuff is so good. Yeah, but they you know went to person after person and went into storage, found old original DAT tapes, um, went to the original programmer, and he pulled out his archive of sound effects and music. That's even- so cool recompose some stuff so oh, wow. and, um, wow. the, yeah a lot um a lot went into that it was it, it, it was definitely a, a big love letter and if ea of all companies said hey yeah, right. 
like, let's invest in this. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it, there's chance. Let's start it. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Let's you just made me it. so happy. Now, can we do the same for Lemmings? No, mm. no, okay. no. <laughs> all right. And, you know, there's. Um, I feel like there is some like some remastering <laughs> happening. Am I wrong in that? For lemmings, lemmings, yeah, I thought there was some something in the. There ether. were versions on. I know there were versions on the Game Boy Advance and like as late as those, that kind of era of video game consoles. Maybe the Xbox or the PS One, but I'm not sure. I don't think it was really. I feel like that would be a rough like. Rough. So you have to use a controller for for that too. That would be rough. Yeah, yeah. Game Boy Advance. Do you imagine with that, like trying to move the reticle around with your little cursor? No. Oof. Oof. It um it reminded me of um Lost Vikings or, or I mean I Lost Vikings would would be a really good progression of you know the Lemmings like idea. I remember it. What is I mean what were what was like your favorite video game that you got as a Christmas or oh, holiday yeah. gift? Sorry. Um. Well, um, well let's let Miss Katie. Uh. uh what's your, what was your favorite? Uh, like John said. Sorry. <laughs> okay so mine was actually very funny how it happened uh maybe but my parents had gotten divorced and um i know and like honestly my first double reaction christmas? was that it was going to be a double christmas and i was like i was sad about my parents but i was stoked about double christmas <laughs> um and all i wanted that year was an n64 mm. baby and i wanted uh i i think at the time because it was a little bit later than everything had released i think because I, I had played ocarina of time and that was like my all-time favorite game at my friend rachel's house um but it, i think at the same time majora's mask was out and um the the prequel um star wars game the pod racing game mm, yeah oh yeah Oh yeah. So yeah. I, my dad was like, I'm not getting you an N64. What else do you want? You I can just like, spend more time at Rachel's. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I did. I like, I lived there. <laughs> if, as long as you um, go over to Rachel's, I can have my girlfriends over whatever you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> I, I said nothing. I was like, I don't want anything else. I don't even want like a car or anything. I was like, I just want an N64. So both my mom and my dad separately got me an N64. <laughs> I know. It's oh my terrible. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I got an N64 from my dad for Christmas the year. My parents did. Yeah, I mean, listen. What do you do? Um, I think they ended up like selling it to some other kid, but we only had like one. I was like, no, it'd be great because then I'll have one at dad's house, then I'll have one at mom's house. You just got to carry your memory card back and forth. It, exactly, right? Yeah. Um, but no, didn't have it like that. But I did get Ocarina of Time. I got the pod racing game, which I really loved. It was like the first time I could like customize like a pod. Mm. Um, and um and i got majora's mask and that game tricked me the hell out that game was so good <laughs> that's like if david lynch made a video game it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's cracked out man it's really it's, cracked out it's trippy as fuck are we not cussing on this no, you can charity cuss. stream you can cuss uh just remember Sorry. kids gotta learn somehow that uh <laughs> click the link and go to big brothers big sisters and make a donation for every time katie curses oh, you have to put a dollar into on. the swear jar oh i love this Let's i would make love this the game if we could actually have a swear jar where people donated to big brothers big sisters during the, the broadcast that'd be amazing and this would be like a, i'd bring back pirate pete to talk like a pirate <laughs> oh my gosh um, that story is amazing uh yeah. can you tell your parents you want a ps5 this year I know. I, I, you can I sell one. 
I do what, but like I'm an adult now that's working overtime at my job. So I'm like, yeah, I could get myself one. I still haven't though. You can't find uh, them unless you're Derek. But you know what has happened? Somebody has been selling pictures mm. of PS5s yeah. and, and like, and has said in the description. It's a classic this is eBay a scheme. Picture. Yeah. But like, they're like, they're taking out all of the people who are basically trying to hoard all the PS5s mm-hmm. and rack up the price. This dude has sold hundreds of pictures at like $400 a piece. You know what? Cheers and to it, him. It, I, I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Cause I'm like, <laughs> yep. Cheers to you, dude. Well done getting all the, but I do feel really bad. It's in the description in all caps. Like this is a picture. Please know that you are buying a picture. Um, he may be the most successful photographer of 2020. <laughs> Might be. Might be. <laughs> Um, that was rampant when the 360 came out, and when the were people just selling the boxes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Or well, and especially with Xbox's terrible naming conventions, it's so confusing. Anyways, that you just throw the word "box" in somewhere, you're totally legit, but you're just selling. You know, <laughs> did they I thought of that? That's terrible. Xbox box is yeah. that what they were yeah. saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great. Oh, yeah, wow. a bunch of like really bad like 1999 SEO on the bottom. Xbox. So that's why when I bought a Wii, just on, white text uh, on the white page. When I bought a Wii on eBay, I just got a bunch of urine. That's that's what that was. Oh, I got a big oh. jar of it. Man, I remember when the Wii came out, and I was like, "That is the worst name you could ever name a system." And I was like, "What?" And then I saw the controllers, and I was like, "This is not okay, guys." And then, then the Wii U happened, and you were like, "Hey, they made it worse." I was like, no, yeah. the Wii U. I will. I will defend the Wii U every time. That was the name, it though. Wasn't a, it wasn't a oh. bad system. The Wii U was bad, though. Oh, terrible. I, the, the naming of it. Yeah. Terrible marketing. Um. Let's keep going. Who, uh, favorite yeah. favorite Christmas uh, video game? Uh, just a few years ago, actually. Both systems that are impossible to find. <laughs> so, so typically retailers are like, "Hey, on this day, this thing that's going to be really popular at this time is going to go up for pre order. So, like, just be ready." And like, it took like four seconds. <laughs> it wasn't that hard. Um, favorite Christmas game, though, I I think was just a few, probably a few years ago. Um, and it wasn't so much something I got for Christmas, but it was something that I I did not expect Michaela to approve, but we got some Christmas money, you know, from family and whatnot. Uh, PlayStation VR was brand new at that point. And so she allowed us to, you know, she let us use that Christmas money. She's like, I don't give a shit about that. But she knew how important it was to me. And she, uh, she was like, yeah, we can use like that Christmas money and, and, um, put a little bit of our own money in because it was very expensive at launch <laughs> and seeing uh, the price of the PlayStation VR now kind of makes me a little bit uh, sick at seeing and knowing how much I paid for it. But um, that was like my first VR. <laughs> you that was like my out f- on all that enjoyment though. Oh, it was. Well, and that was like my first VR headset. Um, Cause I, it's a good starter headset. Absolutely. It's not great, but it's a good starter. It's headset. a, it's a system of compromises, but, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, there's a lot of quality and very fun titles on there. And, um, you know, I did not at the time and still never had have had like a, a PC that's been capable of VR. Um, and so now I've, you know, my PSVR is collecting dust because it's worthless. Um, but I've moved on to the Oculus Quest and now the Oculus Quest 2. And, um, you know, I, I like from, you know, waiting in line with Shane at Comic Cons to just like try VR stuff back in the day. Like <laughs> there's a video from... on YouTube, folks. <laughs> oh, God, Paranormal no. activity. That video is so embarrassing. Um, He's just wigging out at stuff. Yeah, we we were at a, a VR like mini convention outside it's like of Comic Con. Pre Comic Con, yeah, like, yeah. 
and there was a paranormal activity VR game. Oh, and I was like, like I was like, fuck it, let's do it. I was screaming like a child. Like <laughs> it was to the point where all of the like it was a fairly like decent sized area. All of the like people that were representing the other booths stopped what they were doing just so they could watch Shane like freak out. <laughs> Scream. Yeah, freak out at this game. It was like it's like one of my favorite Comic Con well, memories. Why won't the ghost have sex with me? Wrong game, Shane. Wrong game, Shane. It was no. it was bad. It was it was scary. It was spooky. Well, horror, horror games in general are are bad for me, but when you're in VR, like Machinima put me through the ringer during October of like 2018 mm. because they put me in every horror vr game and let me tell you that shit is 10 times scarier oh, when you're 100%. just right there mm-hmm. um have you played and then they fired everybody so and then the they fired everybody it's all fine <laughs> they're like hey thanks for getting your heart rate up get out <laughs> you said the shit of a push you to the ringer i was like because then they fired everybody <laughs> yeah they did they did um which is i have a behind the scenes story for you later about that but um but um have you guys played exorcist in vr because no is it is it worth it is it good yeah i i mean look i might have just been amped because it was like my first couple of times doing horror in vr but Mm -hmm. um it's it's insane the room vr is also really scary there's a couple i could i can give you a couple titles that are just terrifying and disgusting (laughs) But yeah, I would say I would highly recommend Exorcist in VR. Cool. Are you going to do it, Derek? Uh, probably, yeah. They they usually have, or usually last year, Oculus had a really good like Boxing Day sale, um, yes. where a lot of that was like the first big sale for the platform. Did you play it on Quest or did you play it on PC? Because a few of those games, I'm like wary about, like it's like a, a few question. of the games that started on PC VR, I'm like right. wary about how they'll perform in like a native quest version a lot of games perform really well but how much atmosphere do you lose when you right. like have to dumb down the graphics so far to to play on the quest platform right yeah no and i i, I did play on a, a vive pro um mm. and we were all hooked in yeah it was pc but sure. um yeah they do they sell it in chapters so like you don't yeah, have I've to seen do that, yeah. the full game of it yeah. you can just do like one chapter and i, yeah. I played through like the first and second chapter and That's cool. i I'm- Pretty sure I shit my pants. There is video on my uh, YouTube. About I'm also that. super you would curious. Know. Uh, just you would know. Yeah, yeah, John's right. You would know. <clears throat> in uh, in October, <laughs> the uh, Bluebird team launched uh, Blair Witch for Oculus Quest, which I played through and loved on Xbox. Um, so that's definitely one where um, it you know it's always hard watching like. A, a trailer or a YouTube video of a VR game because even a lot of PC VR games look like crap when you're when you put them into pancake mode. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, I love that. By the way, I'm going to use that. Pancake? Please do. Yeah, you're the one who introduced us to waffle stomping. So why not? And waffle just, style is not a term. But waffle okay, stomping. We can, we can waffle well. stomping. Yeah. Waffle stomping is a. Eh, well, that you know maybe we'll, we won't reintroduce the back catalog yeah, of so, uh, You can Google <laughs> that one later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel uh, like I'm gonna be looking at some things that I don't want to look at later. <laughs> no, and uh, don't don't listen to old episodes of the Geek State Games podcast. That's um, yeah. Oh, shout out! <laughs> wow. Shout out to Ian Rainey for his donation. Hey, congrats. thanks, Ian. Thank Ian, you, thank Ian. you so much. Um, just to wrap the subject before Shane, you give us your Christmas mention. I will say that. I did get the original 1986 NES for a Christmas present uh, with my brothers and having everybody just kind of like wave their hands to move Mario before we all really chilled out as kids <laughs> with the controller is something I'll never forget. You're like trying to get Mario to move to the side mm. by motion controlling an old NES controller uh, was just a lot of fun. And 
I can see it right now. Um, but I'm going to actually skip ahead to another Nintendo um, product and say that it, I'll go with the Wii. I will go with that. I, I thought that the Wii also, with Waggle feature, was so innovative at the time. Um, and Geekscapists who have been watching since Geekdrome remember my, me, sitting, me camping outside of Best Buy for the Wii and getting it. And I just thought it was great. And having those uh, first few weeks with the Wii where, you're, where I was playing through Twilight Princess and Wii Sports oh, is a classic. Funny. And like it just, that was totally. a great system. Yeah. And that was a really great time because it was so innovative. And I won't forget it. I loved, I loved that original Wii. So shout out to Laura for helping me get that Wii in the early days of Geekscape. Do y'all remember that? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah I, 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 remember, I remember when it was like I, I, Geek Drome episode 11 or something. No, it was the last, it was the last episode. Oh, was it? Was it? Oh man. Yeah. Geek Drome was old. Oof. Yeah. Did y'all, <laughs> did you see, I was real quick, Shane, and we'll, we'll, I guess end on you talking about your Christmas gift, but uh, not that I'm hosting the show, but I was, <laughs> I, I was leaving the comic book store uh, this Wednesday or Thursday, and my comic book store guy says, "Hey man, Kevin Smith mentioned you. Well, as the Geekscape dude on his podcast last week, and I guess Kevin Smith said that uh, he his first podcast, the person who got him into podcasting or introduced him to podcasting, was uh, that Geekscape guy." <laughs> <laughs> no way, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. There you go. Cheers to you, Kevin. Cheers to Kevin yeah. Smith. <laughs> Shouts that's out. Awesome. So my um, my Christmas memory was. Uh, Getting the Nintendo 64 with uh, Mario and uh, Pilot Wing 64, and I had um, I'd never had an SNES. I had a Genesis, um, but I used to play Pilot Wings on the SNES at my uncle's house all the time. It was a stellar game, stellar game. Does anybody remember Pilot Wings? On oh the, hell yes! Yeah, that's um, and when the Virtual Console came out on the Switch, I played mm. the shit shit out of that. I remember all the old lines, but um, setting up. I'll never, I'll never forget the smell of the packaging and like the plastic and like the like the brand new cables, um, uh, like you know, hooking up that huge power brick into the back of the <laughs> so big, and Giant. and for um, I think for the first couple of weeks of having Mario sixty four um, or, or everything, I didn't know where the Z button was on the controller. Oh yeah, the trigger. Oh, the trigger. Yeah. So I uh, could not find it, and so you'd go, <laughs> you'd, be in, uh, you'd be in the castle and be like, "Hold the Z button to do a backflip," and I'm like, "Where's the Z? Where's the Z button?" And I remember seeing the commercial, watching Mario do a backflip in the commercial. I'm like, oh, "I want to do that." <laughs> weeks, weeks go by, and I was also playing. Pilot you didn't Wing. call the Nintendo hotline. Oh God, no! That you was didn't a- talk to Nestor. Yeah, <laughs> remember uh, Nestor? Nestor yeah. was do with the tie. It was the yeah. expert. Um, and for weeks, and then one day I wake up to play it, and the controller's upside down. I'm like, Oh my gosh, what the hell is that? And I look at it, and, it says, <laughs> and I'm like, Holy crap! And that 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 changed everything. That changed it unlocked everything. so much in me. Yeah. Is is Pilot Wings what made you want to live in an airplane hangar? Um, no, uh, I think poverty and necessity made me want to live <laughs> in, an, in an airplane hangar. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah, it's, uh, hey, it's rent-free, so. Rent-free in your head. Like an long-going, like, alcohol withdrawal hallucination I'm going through. He wakes up in a cold sweat. Oh, I thought it was just a dream. Oh, what's a geekscape? Did I'm going to hitchhike guys- to Alaska. 
Did you guys yeah. have anybody who like you would play with, like have a friend that you would play with that like just would not go easy on you? Like that was the one way that I learned how to do Super Smash Brothers on mm. the N64 was because my friend would not like that in Cruisin' World. She Cross never went world. easy. Oh, I love World she of USA. Kangaroo and kept smacking me. She off smacked the, road. the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I was... forgot about the kangaroos. Yeah, they Max, splatter Max when you hit Shepherd, them. Max Shepard, like my childhood nerd friend. He um he grew up very rich and he had fucking everything. So he had every console, um, and he had yeah every game. And he would fucking just put me into the ground in Goldeneye sixty four. Could not could not beat him. It was it was yeah it was rough. Those kid who lived on the other side of the fence behind our house, his mom would give him every game, and he sucked at him. I think and 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 so we would go over there, and he literally would have. Every game, I wasn't gonna say that, Derek. And uh, he would get to a hard part, and he would hand me the controller and be like, "You beat him," you know. Like you really. Oh, you I remember, were you were basically his older brother. <laughs> I was yeah, I was a year ahead of him in school, and uh, and I was the Nintendo nerd. So like, mm. I would read all the Nintendo powers. It was Nestor. I would just read all that you stuff and know it. Um, was he like I, straight up about it though, where he was like, "This is too hard. Can you play it?" Or was he like, yeah, yeah, "Oh, you should have a turn it. now." Like, no, he'd play it and then he would pause it and mm. say, "Take over for me." And this is like, you know, the 1989 Batman game for Tim Burton's Batman, which is fucking oh. a great game. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but the Game Boy was really, damn, the Game Boy was really my jam. I think I got my the Game Boy for the, my birthday though, so mm. that one is uh, not. That that doesn't qualify as a Christmas gift. Save it for the, we've got to save it for the birthday special. That that one was awesome. Oh man, I loved the OG Game Boy. I never had any of the, like the newer versions or anything like that. Like I was always like a couple years late on systems um, because we weren't like we get this now and day of. But uh, man, I loved that Game Boy. I I, I remember like in the back of my dad's car, like when we were in his old silver wind star, if anybody remembers those ah. minivans. Yeah. I, like I would have like the reading light on because that green screen, like when it was dark out, like you couldn't see shit. And like, like my dad's like, we're in the middle of a freeway. You got to turn that off. And I was like, but I got to finish this Kirby level. <laughs> that like pea soup green graphics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I vividly remember, uh, Going up to the front seat, opening the glove box, and playing Pokemon the Blue with the glove box light. With the glove box light. That's yeah. amazing. Best game that. on the old school Game Boy there was Gargoyle's Quest. Ghouls and Ghosts 2. I'm going to go by it. And then I, by my second favorite, which uh, granted the one I played the most of all time was when I was in college. It was actually Pokemon. But when it was OG... Game Boy, not the Game Boy Color. OG Game Boy was uh, Quirk, the little tomato guy with the mohawk, going through levels, oh, doing puzzles with sunglasses. Yeah. If I was a video game character, I would think I'd be Sonic. Nope, I'd be Quirk. Nice. <laughs> for some reason, I always had just this like obnoxious love for just golf on the Game Boy, and really, yeah, and I don't like I I can Wait, why did, like. Why did you describe it as obnoxious? Uh, well, I like think I it's just a classic. Is it a class? I just thought it, like I, I don't. I didn't like golf. I didn't like sports, but I couldn't like fucking stop playing this game. Golf game. This is golf game, and like, and then when like Golf Story came out on the Switch, like Golf Story was my jam. Golf Story like this RPG. It's like got a story, and you're trying to become this like hero golfer, and it's so good. But it just it, it just feels like such an homage to that original golf game. Um, <laughs> and I I don't even know what, but yeah, there's like there's 
I don't know, Mario games and, and like so many games for Game Boy. And I'm just like, nah, I'll just play golf. I still have some of my old Game Boy cartridges around here. And I think I still have my Kirby's Dream World. Uh, that was one of my favorite ones. It wasn't originally like I, the Zelda games will always be my number one mm. in my heart, but like, <laughs> That Kirby game, that was something else. I really loved the, I think this was Game Boy Color, but I loved the uh, Oracle of Ages and Seasons were like Zelda games I that never, I just, they were yeah. they were so different than, than everything else, but I loved them so much. I never got to play that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was hoping that they were going to maybe uh, revamp that and put that on the Switch or something Didn't like they? That. They did. did yeah, they? they did, yeah. Yeah, and like a couple uh, years ago. that's, I, I, I actually played them on Take the... I, yeah, think I, I, I actually think that I played them on the 3DS, but I remember the, the rhythm game elements. They are in the virtual store. They're rhythm game elements oh, to the two yeah. games where you get to one boss and you have they have like a little dance around and you have to mm, match yep. the rhythm on that stuff. Oh, yeah. A lot yeah. of fun. Oh, dude, speaking of LucasArts, lately, or at least the last time I played a game, which has been a, a little minute because I've been so busy with work, but I started playing Day of the Tentacles, um, the remastered version uh, on my Twitch stream. It's a bit glitchy, but holy cow, all the things that I'm like randomly remembering, and I'm like, I'm not going to look anything up, and I'm just like what do I do with the gum <laughs> and the dime? Like there's a dime and there's also like a quarter. And I know that they have to do with some like, Oh, Lucas art games were so great. We were just in storage and I have the original boxes for, with the, the, the discs inside of them for wing commander four, wing commander three <laughs> day, of the tentacle. I'll buy them off you. Should shadow Doom. box that stuff. I have doom. Sell them to me. I'll buy them. Off um, you. Put them in a shadow box. Put them on your they wall. belong in a museum. Don't give them to Shane. <laughs> But they'll just get I, lost in the hangar. Don't see what I bought myself for my birthday this year. What'd you buy? Did limited you get it run, already? Limited. I I don't. They're not going to mail it until okay, probably yeah. May. But limited run games had a one hundred two hundred dollar Monkey Island thirtieth anniversary box set that comes with all five games, a disc drive. It's got disc twenty two, which you play the original second <laughs> game, and you get to a part of the map where it was like, please insert disc twenty two. There's no disc twenty two. But now there is. Uh, it comes with oh, a statue. It comes with maps. It comes with all this stuff. It is a big ass Monkey Island collector's box with all the games, tons of extras. I went ahead and bought it. Nice. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bought myself a $200 uh, thing that'll sit on my shelf. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I can't stand Like, I got. Um, the the VR the PSVR mm-hmm. Rogue Squadron um, oh yes Star Wars oh, Squadrons yeah, yeah. Star Wars Squadrons and it's so much fun and it's so crazy being in the cockpit of an X wing or a Tie fighter um, and I haven't played it in so long and I'm like I I hate when I do that to myself mm-hmm. I'm like I just bought this for a reason and I like we have um we have the the Vader Immortal on the Oculus mm. I still haven't played it yet mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no no I don't myself. intend to uh, play this game at all I don't intend to do anything but open them <laughs> and add them to the collection because yeah. I've played these games multiple times already and I just want to put it next to my Monkey Island statue my Grog bottle and my uh, Guybrush Streepwood 
voodoo doll that I'm looking at right now. And uh, if I can spend $200 on something that goes on my shelf, well, that's a lot cheaper than all the artwork that Derek has bought. I was just going to say, at least, I mean, I've got a few up in here, but uh, at least that's going to go on a shelf. I have about 40 to 50 Mondo posters in a portfolio under my bed that will never get touched. It's not um, even so. his portfolio. It's not his work. You're like, let me see the work you've done. He pulls out his portfolio. It's like, well, I shelf. flattened them and I slipped them in and I chose the order that they go in. You know, I, pre- presentation. I, here's, I, my I, here's my resume. Here's my resume. Here's how much I've spent. Speaking of a lot of money, guys, you could absolutely donate to the Boys and Girls Club via <laughs> this link. And uh, all of these people on th- this stream are talking about how poorly they spend their money. <laughs> I donated, so. Here's a great reason. <laughs> but Derek donated with Canadian dollars, so he really oh, so should funny money. donate a little bit more just to make it mm. up to snuff on the American donations. You got the the loony, the loony moony. Ours goes a little bit. Loonies and toonies. There was a... Never mind. I was gonna, never mind. Um, there's, there's a strip club in Toronto that has a toonie night um, called the Brass Rail, where they would throw quarters on or the toonies on stage. Oh, ever, been, ever been, Derek? I, I've never been further east than Alberta, and uh, at this rate, I'll never get a chance to. So, uh, vaccines coming, guys. Yeah. 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 You uh, you mentioned um, Star Wars Squadron. I um, when that came out, I was budgeting and um a geekscape money <laughs> yeah matt matt can host that one too he just finished paying off his student loans <laughs> absolutely go um, that no that, that's actually something to be quite proud about um to pay off a and, i wasn't even joking well i didn't he think did you were it. What? Yeah, now all it. of his money's going to go towards big brothers big sisters, big sisters exactly yeah, yeah absolutely. it was all part of the plan of new jersey <laughs> screw all the other ones no but seriously that's a huge accomplishment and i I, it was funny because uh mark actually just recently paid off his uh student loans as well and we there's like a bill that's potentially in place that will maybe uh wipe all student loan debt away and um people were like aren't you upset now that you've just paid off all your thing and he's like no i'm not upset i would much rather have everybody else not go through what i had to go through and struggling to pay all of this off and just have that wipe free why why would i like crush totally. the little guy yeah Poor so man. live with your parents rent just... free and he's in you too can pay off your loans Ouch. also, also right. screen printed movie posters beautiful but also an investment you know yeah, I'm gonna make a... money on this stuff. Are is you, what I you... keep telling myself every week when I draw. Derek, do you have any that you still want to that you already that you're like, oh, that one is matured. I'd like to sell it. Oh, th- that one is what? Sorry, that matured. one has matured. I would like to sell that it. one is that mature, one is... like matured uh, in value. Matured, like in value, yeah. Uh, I mean, like a, a lot of them, but <laughs> I, I can, I've never been able to bring myself to sell any of them because I love. Oh, them all, okay, so. so that's the problem I was gonna get yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you there's ones like like I bought this is beautiful Transformers the anime uh, Transformers the movie one that I got at Comic Con years ago. It's like four hundred something US. I paid like sixty US for it. Fucking love it. Can't get rid of it. Never will. Okay. Well, the yeah. fire will claim it. So <laughs> I got insurance for that. So like. Yeah, but you're yeah. not gonna... I was just gonna say on on the poster or. I or can't wait house. for the insurance person to be like, "Yeah, Renner's insurance, great. We'll see how much this is covered." Oh, there's a cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I should look into that. Um, it's all cataloged, so like you know, I've got a spreadsheet. 
Do you? Portfolio. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Portfolio. You, know, you don't want to see my spreadsheet. Honestly, I did have a friend who he had he had a huge catalog of all these comics and rare stuff too, and it got broken into and all stolen. And he had a, the full detailed catalog, and he sent it off to the insurance. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they paid full out, but they they paid a good portion. Uh, do you put Amiibo in your catalog while you're at it? Do you is that? <laughs> or do you tell no. your insurance people about the Amiibo? Uh, they're not cataloged. I should actually unbox them and uh, put them. I got to tell you, uh, I'm playing. I I told Katie that I was been playing that Hyrule Warriors yeah, Age right. of Calamity and. All the Amiibo do the exact same thing in that game, and that stinks. I love my Amiibo. Like nothing, they don't do anything. Like you could have one Amiibo, and it just... I could have a Mario Amiibo. It doesn't give a damn. It's still going to give me fish. It doesn't matter. London, are you saying that Hyrule Warriors is a little bit lame? No, I love that game. Oh, no. The Amiibo support is no good. Hmm. Shane is texting me being like, oh, my God, this game is awesome. And I'm like, it is, Shane. The game is pretty long, too. Yeah. Is it? Okay. A lot of content. Okay. None of it's Amiibo. I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> they I couldn't had... fit the Amiibo stuff on the cartridge <laughs> because there's so much other content going I'm on. I'm actually like, I need this game to end so that I can move on to something else because I'm just <laughs> like... playing this game and it's fun, but it is not like a Zelda game in the level of depth. It's just the redundancy of a smash em up, which is still fun, but... Uh, I, it, it, let's bring it to a close. Here. I, I I had to uh, get all the rust and dust off because I haven't played a Dynasty Warriors game in twenty years, and I I died in the tutorial level. That's how that's how like game over multiple times in Wait, the tutorial. What? <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is repeatedly hit the same button over and over again to smash <laughs> it. I I kept getting just completely. What are you doing? Wrecked. Chewing on the controller? Like I don't understand how. You, like Derek could have done. Is this. there like is, is there like also like rather than hitting the same button, is there like combos button yeah. combos yeah. that would do they moves added because a second button? Yeah, it's, oh, two, okay. it's a two button okay, game. Okay, that's not. You hit the uh, Y a ton for the fast attack, X for the power attack, and you and when you throw the exit in there with your Ys. Anytime you want, you'll end up doing some kind of a combo. Every now and then you hit a trigger com- combination mm. with something else to like do a spell or something. But for the most part, Shane, what one, the hell were you doing? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, hey, I was playing it's on the Joy-Con Drift. Um, and, you know, it was, you know, there was, you know, the sun was in my eyes, but it was, it was bad. It was I, how, how dumb do you feel? Like it feels like that Z button thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I had that with with Astrobot, the original Astrobot rescue mission. I didn't realize that like you had to swipe mm. the controller to like throw the throwing stars. And I'm on the final battle, and I have no idea what is going wrong. <laughs> and like I've played the entire game, and I didn't realize you just had to like do this a bunch of times. And so I'm just like, I don't even remember what I was doing, but I just I kept dying, and I was like rage quitting live on Machinima stream. Just <laughs> like, what is happening? You discovered <laughs> that you had to swipe at the controller by yeah, swiping the controller across the room in frustration. Yeah. No. Exactly. I, <laughs> I got a quick story on another Shane O'Hare being inept at video games. Um, one time we had a, a LAN party at my friend's house where we played through Diablo 2 plus the expansion. And I picked the assassin and we played, we were, it was a, we played, stayed up for 24 hours straight. Like it was sun up, sun down. We were in the last level uh, right before the, the expansion pass boss. And the whole time I've just been like looking at my skills and leveling up. I'm like, man, my character's only got like two or three skills. This is this is dog shit. Everyone's got different things. Like I picked a shitty character. It was an assassin. 
we're in the we're in the the last hallway before we go in and i'm like hey what's this button over here it was page two and three of skills <laughs> I, I was i was only i had like level 50 fire traps i just like well i mean the only thing in here is cool it's just this i played 24 hours 26 hours non-stop and was just leveling up one skill and right before the end i'm like acrobatics oh, no. knife throwing and i was like well oh <laughs> this game would have been a lot more fun had i known how to play it yeah no i mean my fire traps were dope i mean they were they were fire a hey, wow i'm excited <laughs> that uh i think what happened on hyrule warriors that uh, first level is your entire controller was upside down the whole thing was a z button <laughs> yeah it was it, it was really um yeah I, i've got a track record for weird ineptitude I, I, I do the same thing i do the same thing i don't know what it is but it like every once in a while i just about that. yeah it's fine <laughs> i feel like you can't be a true gamer unless you fuck up real hard on something very basic <laughs> that's, that's how you my become philosophy. a gamer you're yeah. like, life a little rough. Let me go to this virtual world, and uh, this is much safer. Um, what did y'all think of uh, any of the announcements coming out of the Game Awards that happened earlier this week? Uh, I think I was pretty focused on like the Disney stockholders uh, announcements, like oh, yeah. Marvel and DC or Marvel and uh, uh, Star Wars stuff that we'll get to later yeah. on tonight. But what were the big announcements of the Game Awards? If y'all can fill me in, the 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 one that blew me away was the Smash announcement. <laughs> um, the Sephiroth, or? The, the Sephiroth, mostly because there's been a lot of um, turmoil in the Smash community right now, and really? like, everybody hates uh, Nintendo. Um, oh yes, yeah. The, Nintendo shut down a, um, a right. Super Smash Bros. Melee tournament because it used networking software, and they said um, that connected all the computers together because they, you know, COVID, you can't do the tournament in person. They said no. You know, you can't use this software. You're, you know, using emulators. It's pirated stuff. And, of course, everybody on Instagram or Reddit or Twitter is suddenly an intellectual property lawyer. And they, you know, oh, this isn't illegal, blah, 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 blah. Uh, oh, it's, this is just Nintendo being money-grubbing, you know, son of a guns. Um, so everybody, like, hates Nintendo right now. And, well, in, the, I, in the th That was something totally different than what I thought they were hating for. There was also, there was, like, a Kickstarter for... Um, there was that streamer that uh, that committed suicide earlier yes. in the year, Etika. Yes. Uh, yeah, Etika. Um, so there was a, a famous uh, streamer, Etika, that killed himself this year, and there was a um, Kickstarter for Etika themed Joy-Con like, um, like uh, case case shells. Yeah, and Nintendo shut it shut it down. You know, whatever. Interesting, interesting follow up to that. Um, Etika's. Uh, a surviving brother said these people haven't contacted us they don't have permission oh, wow. to use his name um they say that you know the shells are going for 60 bucks ten dollars are going to mental health charity mm -hmm. they don't say what charity it is it's oh not my god it's not going to wow. our, our brother it's not going to anything they're using his name on all this um the cost to make them is like four dollars so the dude's pocketing you know 50 plus dollars off mm -hmm. of a someone's name that he doesn't have permission for so there's there's drama and drama and drama mm -hmm. with that. And it's it's kind of good they shut them down, man. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I didn't know they. I didn't know any of that. I had just seen that it was either. shut down. I mean, I thought people were angry about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, but the whole like Smash tournament thing is hmm. was rough. But everybody, everybody on like Reddit and Twitter, which you know the pinnacle of of <laughs> mental fortitude is. It's Reddit. crazy, like that they can be experts on like intellectual property, vaccines, 
like you know, just, not, just not hygiene. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Not hygiene. Um, they were all. Everybody was convinced that it was going to be the the new Smash character was going to be the default character from Fortnite, like Jonesy or something. And everybody was pissed, like, oh, the leaks and the rumors. It's going to be this dude from Fortnite. Uh, you know, f Nintendo, f this. You know, the, 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 I feel terrible. like that would be cool. People love I mean, Fortnite. I mean, I yeah. Um, and then I saw the trailer where Sephiroth shows up, and I was like, damn! Like they they came out of left. There was nobody even thought yeah. that Sephiroth was yeah. going to be. Well, that like shot where he looks like he's like stabbed Mario. I was like, what are they doing? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of morbid. Yeah, no, it's so sick. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't thought about Final Fantasy in so yeah. long. <laughs> well, and now they get like the floodgates are open in terms of like. You know, we've got Kratos, talking about Fortnite, we've got Kratos, we've got Master Chief and all that stuff in Fortnite. What if we had saw like Master Chief in Smash or something like that? Like, that'd be insane. Oh, that'd be so cool. What other announcements were there on the Game Awards? uh, I saw the Sephiroth one, and I was sad that Professor Layton wasn't added to Smash Brothers. That's that's like every time (laughs) I'm like... Every time that's your hope. I want Professor Layton. Yeah. Yeah. He just throws that little kid at him. (laughs) I feel like it was, uh, it felt like a smaller show in terms of announcements. I think probably just based on how the last year of year has gone. Um, and I think that we're also, we're obviously in a huge transitional period with these new consoles that nobody can get, uh, just, ha- <laughs> just yeah, having come out. I actually had two Xbox series X's, uh, because, uh, the Walmart pre-orders went up first and I thought that Best Buy had a better chance of getting it to me on launch day. So I, no, listen here. So I went to cancel the Walmart pre-order. You can only do it for, it would have been really great if Shane joined in on that, but I know he, we were he hoping left. for that. But oh, he, was, he had to <laughs> get his puffin. <laughs> he, he was like trying to make it so he couldn't see, but then there's a huge cloud of smoke around. There's a naked so. robot just off camera that he had to lower. Hey, it's better than two packs of cigarettes a day, which yeah. I would. Yeah, um, but I feel like I'm sucking off a Dyson. I hate it. <laughs> I so hate so it. yeah, you you can only cancel Walmart. Uh, orders for 30 minutes which I had no idea of so then I was just stuck with it so I uh, um, just like a friend that wanted one didn't have a chance to get one or wasn't able to pre-order it so uh, I shipped it over to him so yeah man that would have been yeah that would have been cool if you sent me a text and see if uh, I wanted one (laughs) you're a PC gamer Um, you're a PC gamer I got a PS4 and a Switch and uh, and, yo check this out and a Stadia did you get a Stadia I got a Stadia last week too. What is that? It's Google Stadia. I can't imagine it's very good at your house, but at my house it's excellent. What is that? So So, Google, Google in the uh, last, it's been about a year now, but it's like their cloud gaming platform, and so yeah, um, uh, you can basically have access to almost all games. uh, Not all, but like almost all. It's grow. It's really great. Like Cyberpunk just launched on Stadia, uh, which I was like PC based. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like they're yeah, I mean you got to use a computer to to do it. Um, yeah, well, it's, I, it's not like a console. Necessarily. So it's yeah, it all just like, it's, it's via it streams internet. it from via the internet via on on their servers. But it's kind of neat because they obviously there's the issue of latency. So the controller rather than like connecting to your computer via Bluetooth, which then goes to the internet, the controller connects directly to Wi-Fi, which like takes one step out of uh, out of there. Um, so, so like I was playing, you know, they, they have like a pro membership, which lets you stream in 4k with surround sound and in like, just like 
PlayStation Plus or Xbox uh, uh, Live Gold um, would give you a couple free games every month. Stadia, like Pro or whatever it's called, gives you some games every month that you can just play and keep as long as you're a subscriber. How but much is that? How much is that? It's like uh, 10, 10 bucks a month. In America. Um, okay. yeah. 10 bucks, yeah, 10 bucks American, 12 bucks here in Canada. Uh, but you can also, like, even if you don't have the Pro subscription, like, if you were like, oh, I have, like, a, a MacBook is my only device and I want to play Cyberpunk, you could just buy the game and stream it in 1080p for free. You don't have to actually pay anything to use the service. Only if you want 4K yeah. streaming. Yeah. And, yeah. Wait, buy the game. Yeah. And oh, you buy it like a, like you bought it for an Xbox. Yeah, or yeah you're just buying the Stadia version and then and, you run it in your browser. Yeah. And so, uh, oh, so this is a mainly PC game, but you're able to play it in the browser for you, you the Stadia servers you, yep. on your Mac. Yeah. yeah. You so even it, though your Mac can never run it, you're now running like a pretty high quality version of it, just just remotely on your. And, yeah. and if you have like a Chrome uh, controller that you just got. So this this thing was they this thing sells for ninety nine dollars, um, but they had a promo recently where mm-hmm. if you signed up if you were a YouTube, YouTube. premium member and signed up they would send it to you for free uh and so i sign up everybody in my family group so i got five of these and it's not it's not just the controller you get like a chromecast which uh would let you play stadia on your tv Mm -hmm. um as well but yeah yeah yeah, it they they have a promotion still running where i think up until the 18th if you buy cyberpunk on stadia you get one of those packages for free as well which is like the package retails for more than the game does um, yeah. And apparently is one of the best ways to play right now because the game yeah. is completely borked on uh, Xbox <laughs> on, One and PS4 yeah. uh, games, uh, consoles. So. Yeah, they're having a lot of, a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. That was actually... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was uh, just to, to wrap this up. Oddly enough, I got it purely for the controller. Yeah. You can wire it into your computer and use um, use it as like an Xbox controller on your PC. Um, right. I've been playing Forza 4 with it, Flight Simulator with it. Um, it does do your flight simulator. You love that game. Yeah. Yeah. Did you try Duke Nukem uh, Nuclear Weapon? <laughs> <laughs> um, can, I actually couldn't get that to run. I I didn't even get past the loading oh, screen. Oh, it was tight. It can was I, tight. Can I ask you, Shane? Have you? Because I know that you're. If things are still the same, your internet's not the best up there. How have you tried Stadia with your connection, and how has that experience been? Um, I I played. Was it Little Horrors? Little nightmares. Little nightmares. Yeah. Played that. That was that was fine. Yeah. Yeah. You would see some fidelity loss. Like it would okay. get pixelated every once in a while. I played Sniper Elite Four. Sniper Elite Four is so cool, by the way. Uh, not for me. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> it, 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 it would lose so much definition mm. that it would be it would be looking like. Um, you ever receive a a video from somebody on an Android and it's oh, just, and it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, it looked like that, and the delay from like panning around—it was not sure. a good experience. But I've I've got maybe 15 megs down uh, at my place yeah. uh, on a good day, so I just yeah. don't have good internet. If it was better internet, I would definitely. Yeah, like I uh, I played mostly on my on the Chromecast that it came with, mm-hmm. connected to Ethernet, and like I couldn't could not tell that it wasn't local. Like no more perceptible cool. lag than. And I mean, I like I have really good internet, like. 750 up and down um wow but there's no yeah yeah Yeah. so like like uh, i'm lucky enough to have fiber in my area but it like i was it was just like and and at that point there's the barrier of entry where it's like you could just play this in your you know i want to play cyberpunk don't have a computer that can run it don't have a console you could just buy the game not even have to pay anything aside from the game to play it like 
it's that's, if you it's have yeah if you have the capability to to play it well like it's it I was really impressed with it like way more than I thought I would be and I and I've been super interested in that stuff from like xCloud you know one day hopefully coming to iOS which they just announced should come in the spring but I remember playing like day the second Deus Ex game on like this service called on live way back in the on day. Live. I remember yeah. on live. I totally remember on yeah live. yeah Breath and it was like I was like this is I had like a MacBook Air at the time and you couldn't do anything with it but I'm like playing this brand new Deus Ex game on there and it was like just felt so cool Derek That's loves awesome. these fly by night oh like, I am companies. a sucker for gimmicks like <laughs> He just he, he, 100%. he just stopped Quibi because Quibi shut down. Like he was watching uh, it right up to the end. What? Oh, Quibi. Yeah, yeah. I still I tried to open the app the other day and it was just like a sad message. He just sat there with his computer stroking the just screen. Just watched it. That's amazing. That, it's so funny because uh, both Quibi I'll never get to see that show Quibi that Katie starred in. Yeah, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, have, I still haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> I still haven't seen it. But also, the other thing that's funny is that at the, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was I was going I was booked to be in a Google Stadia commercial uh, with my good buddy Jake and then they had to shut down production mm. because everybody had to stay at home and it was like within the same like couple of days that I shot that oh, stupid geez. creepy thing yeah <laughs> That's funny. Stupid it, pandemic. It, it's um, Stadia is a, a good um, good avenue to play some new games because uh, getting new PC parts. Oh, it's tough right now. There's nothing. There's nothing. Um, yeah. You, know, you talked about scalpers with the PS5. There's people selling gra- graphics cards for twice the amount. Power supplies. Um, it's it's um, yeah. It's it's rough. It's rough. But um, I uh, before we those start, damn Jawas is what it is. Yeah. Before we, <laughs> before we start wrapping up, just um, um, I want to go around the table and see uh, what would you um, suggest to parents, or what would you want to see under your Christmas tree, your gaming gift of the year for 2020 under your Christmas tree or under uh, under the menorah. I'm not familiar, so I apologize for any insults. Under the menorah. <laughs> um, so um let's uh let's let's go with john what um what would you suggest that would be a good christmas gift for for gamers if i was a kid i would go with um i would want the miles morales game i feel like last of us 2 is a little bit mature for like a 12 year old but i think that or maybe a 10 year old but i think that kids would love that (laughs) miles morales game i think that the only frustration in the miles morales game although they'll love the story and there are some like high drama moments in it um, it's nothing that isn't high drama from a Spider-Man movie. And so kids who love the Spider-Man movies are right up to, to, you know, to speed on that, especially Spider-Verse. There was a lot of Spider-Verse influence on Miles Morales, the game. Um, but if they can get past like the button combos on some of the, the tougher opponents, um, I think kids would love Miles Morales. Otherwise, um, I don't think there's a lot of fresh content on the Switch this year, but that's always a good one for kids. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Katie, what uh, what what would you either want to see or suggest for a good under the Christmas gaming present? Okay, I've got a lot. So I think <laughs> <laughs> Miles Morales for sure. This is also like my last, plea last for... of us two. As long as you're over ten, is what Jonathan said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I'm super down for. I mean, I love Last of Us two. I actually oh. had that. That was so fantastic. Um, but um, the um, 
Oh, the pre-order for Horizon Forbidden West. Mm. Very excited for that. Um, the, um, I, I Honestly, I'm so excited for Cyberpunk 2077. Like, I really want to play that game so hard. I've heard amazing things about it. Um, absolutely. And also, not an actual video game, but Ready Player Two, the book by Ernst uh, Klein. I'm halfway uh, through. Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. I'm pretty sure uh, my boyfriend and I both got each other that one. Nice. That I, book is getting such criticism online. Oh, it's, yeah. oh is I it? But that, I remember, like, Somebody re- called it a listicle. Yeah. I no. remember reading oh, the hilarious. first. Oh. It seemed like everyone liked the first one when it came out, which is when I read it, and I just had such a fun time with it. And then, like, two years film. later, everyone's just like, it's just a piece of shit, like, nostalgia. Like, they're just name-dropping everything that they possibly could from the... But it was so much fun, and I'm having it, a lot of fun with the second one as well. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it did... Like, when I read the first one, it felt like it was it was intended to be a film script, is what that felt yeah. like. Yeah, Just the way he hit his... And I loved, and I loved the movie, like... I did too. Yeah, I, it got it so, so much, much shit, and I, I, I did loved like the movie. it. Yeah. I saw it really twice, liked it. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I picked it, it up. It was, it was the first 4K Blu-ray that I bought. Was that movie, oh, and we watched it recently. Just, just like the night before the second book came out, because I was so excited for it. And it's, I would say, like I, the first one, I like the first book a lot better, but, but I'm like super enjoying this one um, okay. as well for sure. Um, so it's really cool. Great. All right. What about you, Derek? What do you, uh, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, it's new console year. So if you have the means and you can find it, a new console is probably what the kids would like the best because um, it'll run Fortnite better. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, in terms of which one, it's I feel like it's really tough because on the Xbox Series X, obviously, or the Series S, the Series S is like a great lower cost, um, like Game Pass machine, I feel like. Like that is the, really the gift that keeps on giving is get that Xbox. You can even get it with the the Xbox All Access plan, which lets you pay like monthly for the console, but you also get two years of Game Pass included with it. Um, And then you're like, you're basically never gonna need to buy another game again because there's 300 plus games on there. They just added all the EA titles as well. Um, there's probably some Sonic Sonic. on there. Oh yeah, there definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're also, yeah, you get all the EA games as well, but also any Microsoft published titles, which there probably won't be for a while at this point because they, they, they just pushed Halo even further. Um, but those games, like the day they come out is when you're getting, uh, uh, them just as part of your game pass subscription. So, um, longevity wise, I think that Xbox is probably the way to go, but if you're looking to, uh, like have the most fun right now, it's all, it's all about Astrobot. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So get them both. Get them both. Consoles. Yeah. I, I, I still can't pirate Pete's got them if you, if you need them. <laughs> um, I, uh, I thought about this for, for a minute. So, um, uh, what I would suggest all parents get is Lemmings Christmas edition. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Stadia. No. Uh, on Matt, the, cut uh, his feed. Cut his feed. Yeah. I honestly think the the best gaming Christmas gift this year could be a Switch with a slew of games. It's got it's got some maturity. The PS5 has a lot of issues going on with like software and downloading the games and like getting into weird like loops. Um, uh, I, I have no interest in the, the Xbox right now. I do have Xbox Game Pass on PC, which is a great value, uh, you know, to pair it, Derek. Um, but yeah, get a Nintendo Switch, get Animal Crossing, get some, get Pokemon, um, Hyrule Warriors, uh, Age, of, um, Age of Calamity, Age of Calamity, yeah. Uh, Calamity, yeah. yeah. Um, Just you know, be careful it, that first level. 
Yeah, go, yeah. <laughs> tutorial, tutorial. Which button is it that you got to press? It tells you multiple yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, it does, it does, it does. And actually, what messed me up is that I would go play in the Stadia, and the buttons are, are backwards. Oh, they're really, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're uh, backwards. So, oh, I understand that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I'm just covering up for my ineptitude. Um, story of my life. Um, but definitely the Nintendo Switch. I think um, there's a lot of fun fun games out there. You can um, get the, the Mario Kart... Uh, uh, augmented reality game which that is thing's insane yeah it's, oh it looks so cool dude it's gotta so love cool. it i do yeah. feel like that game looks like it could be like amazing or terrible depending on how interesting the layout of your house is though right right or <laughs> how much carpet you yeah, have yes. i want to see the ramp <laughs> off of the stairs yeah, yeah. there's um th- i saw a video on on youtube where they set up uh like five carts and all the setups and made elevations and th- you can get really oh that's cre- insane you can get really creative with it uh you just have to you know, put some time into it. But if, um, yeah, if you are looking to get some gifts, get a Nintendo Switch. And um, yeah, there we go. So uh, uh, that was the Geekscape Games reunion show. Um, uh, more to come maybe, but let's uh, let's have Matt jump in. Thank you so much for, for throwing the match on the fire of getting the Geekscape <laughs> Games yeah, back definitely. up and running. Uh, so if everybody who's watching right now had a blast listening to these four people talk guess what you get the four of them plus me in about an hour uh as we uh play an interactive rpg written by dark hills events uh so it should be a ton of fun get your d20s ready uh but i'm gonna drop katie derek and shane for a quick second so long guys thanks so much guys all right, Matt, let's talk shop. What is the reality of that Geekscape Games coming back permanently on the Geekscape Network? I mean, uh, I think it, it went okay. It went well. It was the best episode of Geekscape Games I've ever heard. Um, so <laughs> let's just I don't want to be a part of it. I wanted to just be Derek, Katie, and Shane, and Josh talking about video games. Yeah, that's the ideal version.